0: Welcome to episode eight of the LG Hoops podcast. I'm your host, Logan Greenwell. This episode, I will be recapping week one of the Indiana high school basketball season, as well as looking forward to what games I will be attending this week. But before I get into the games, I have just two recruiting updates from last week. Center Grove 6'2", 2023 guard Ethan McComb committed to Butler as a preferred walk-on. And Whiteland 6'4 forward Austin Willoughby committed to Manchester. That's a Division three school. Now getting to the games, uh, Tuesday night I went to Ligoti versus North Davies. North Davies won 53-40. to, uh, 53 to 40. Uh, It was an emotional night. The Cougars received their state rings and they unveiled their banner. So you knew they were going to come out fired up and... Legoti did the same thing. You know, that's that's the night they wanted to play spoiler to all the uh, pregame festivities and everything. And it just it, – it didn't work out in their favor. The Lions played really well, I thought. Uh, the bright lights were a little too bright for some of their young guards. Uh, but they will continue to get better. The Cougars, on the other hand, I mean – They're senior led. They have. They basically play a six man rotation. All of them are seniors. Uh, Coach Dalrymple said in an interview uh, about a week ago that he's got six guys that are 18 years old, and that's just that's tough for any team to uh, to have to face. They're mature. Most of them have been playing uh, varsity for three years now, and they're just really they're for real uh they're all connected they've been playing together since they were young and they came out firing on all cylinders uh hitting shots jalen mullen uh he's he's the best point guard around in my opinion he he ran he ran the show to perfection uh knocked down a three in the first quarter which gave him his one thousandth career point so congratulations to Jalen mullen on that. Uh, but the Wilson twins uh, came out playing well. Uh, Lance and Logan, uh, Brendan Stickles, their six six forward, didn't have the impact that I thought he was going to have with the size advantage. Uh, considering that Parker Arvin for Lagodi was uh, kind of hampered with an ankle injury, he did play, but he he wasn't moving real well. Didn't wasn't wasn't real effective while he was in the game uh but stickles I expect to have a a bigger offensive role, and basically he was just a, a garbage garbage basket uh guy he would get offensive rebounds he would get the defensive rebounds he would just do all the little things uh set screens you know i expected with his skill set i expected to for him to have a little more uh offensive impact but he he played really well i believe he ended with eight or ten points. Uh for Legode, Peyton Bledsoe needs more offensive help. Uh he had 21 in the game, I believe. Uh and he just needs other guys to step up with Arvin uh still nursing the ankle injury. Uh Camden Haywood, he's a freshman guard. Uh he was one that the bright lights kind of affected. You know, he came in he was that energy guy off the bench, and he did get one or two charges uh, early, and then his first shot was a three. He airballed it, and he kind of checked out, in my opinion. Uh, Isaac Eagle, he's a senior, been starting for this is his second year starting. Uh, I'm not sure if he scored or not, and he he's too talented to not have an offensive impact. Moving on to Wednesday's game was South Spencer at Tecumseh. South Spencer won 45 to 43, and this was a tale of two halves. Um, Tecumseh played just about as well as they could have in the first half. They led 29 to 19, and then the second half rolls around, and it's like they they forgot what they were doing that worked. They... They stopped trying to score. They wanted to move the ball around, which is perfectly fine. But you still have to be in attack mode. And that's something that has plagued them for the last four or five years. They, in the second half, whenever they have a lead, they stop trying to score. And that's when teams are able to pressure up on them and get back into games. And this is exactly what happened you know they scored 14 points in the first half or first quarter, 15 in the second quarter, and then they scored 14 points the rest of the game. Like that can't happen. You can't expect to uh win games now when you only score 43 points. It's it's just not going to happen anymore. Um, with that being said, the defense the defense played really well. Uh they were they were all connected really well, stopping the drives, they defensive rebound and the offense in the first half was just brilliant. They hit shots, they uh moved moved the ball quick, they got into the they they drove the lane, they scored, they hit layups, you know, they they played really well in the first half. They just have to take that momentum from the first half and they have to continue in the second half and they just haven't. South Spencer uh, has a really nice duo in Kale Donahoe and Caden Duvall. Uh, Duvall only had four points, I believe, in the game, maybe six. Uh, but you could tell the skill is there. Uh, first game jitters, maybe, I don't know. Uh, he just, he wasn't as aggressive. He There was one play where he tried to drive the lane and dunk on somebody. And he came up short, but he didn't really drive the lane much at all the rest of the game. And I don't know why he wasn't aggressive. Uh, Donahoe was Donahoe. He's a six, three guard. That's really smooth. Um, Hit, hit a few threes. Uh, He's a guy you can't leave open from there, but he's, he's a guy that has a nice handle and has wiggle to him to where he can get in the lane and he can uh, finish over, over defenders or he's, a guy that can hit the stop and hit the mid-range jump shot. Uh, I expect them to. I expect South Spencer to be a pretty tough team. Uh, they did play without uh, six-foot senior guard uh, Landon Wells. I'm not sure why he didn't play. He w- he wasn't there. Maybe he was just sick. Hopefully that was the case, and he's feeling better. Uh, but once they get him back, uh, they will be really solid because he's a guy that can also. Uh, run the offense and move Donahoe back to his natural position of being a two guard. Moving on to Saturday at the Lagodi tournament, uh, Lagodi beat Day School in the first game, seventy-five to forty-six, and it was the complete opposite of the scoring that Lagodi had in the first game when they played North Davies. They were balanced. They had four double-digit scores in Peyton Bledsoe, Isaac Eagle, Isaac Wagner, and junior Reese Whitney. uh, Really provided a big spark off the bench. Uh, Came in, did the dirty work, and got offensive rebounds and got putbacks. Played really well. Uh, That's exactly what they need. Uh, Tyler Myers for day school, uh, he struggled he wasn't as efficient as the last few times that I'd seen him. He was always a guy I would see play against Tecumseh and he would score a bunch of points and he would, uh, he would be efficient with it, but his, his shot was just off and uh, he he really struggled, but he still ended with 25 points. Uh, he just didn't have much help uh, other than that. As far as, with more lagodi uh i think they need to play aj foster more he's a freshman but he's a he's a kid that uh he's he's a kid that you can put in and let him go 100 miles an hour and just let him play through his mistakes because he's he's really talented uh the backcourt of him uh camden haywood and Leighton jeffers next year will be one of the better ones around i believe uh, he's just really talented. He's a nice shooter. He has a good handle. He doesn't he doesn't make too many mistakes, and he's a guy that you could put on the ball and just be a pest. Game two was an anticipated game, in my opinion. Uh, Liberty Christian versus Evansville Christian. I thought it was a matchup of two top five one A teams, and honestly, the Eagles came out and just blitzed them. The They hit 10 threes in the first half. Uh, Josiah Dunham is a superstar. He had 24 points, he controlled the game in every way. When Liberty Christian started to make a run in the second half, he got the ball and he took care of it. He, he drove the lane, he drew fouls, uh, he found open teammates. And they were they were knocking down shots. They hit 15, 15 threes, which at this level is is outstanding. Liberty Christian is is talented. They're four seniors of Eric and Ethan Troutman, uh, Cedric Anderson, and Kobe Watson. They're a nice they're a nice four man uh, play. They just they in the first half they didn't seem like they were interested in being there. Uh, Eric Troutman played really well. He had 19 points for him. Uh, Kobe Watson, a six foot seven senior, uh, really seemed disinterested. Like he he settled for a lot of threes instead of uh, going down low and forcing his mismatch. And I I expected a little more out of him. That is all of the games that I attended uh, this week. Uh, Moving on, or last week, sorry. This upcoming week uh, is a full slate. On Friday night, I will be making my first appearance at Carmel High School. Never been to this gym before. Uh, They play the Lawrence Central Bears, which they have quite the trio of Seniors in guard Dejan Craig, six uh, four Kamari Jones, and Josh Mickens, who it was a LSU football recruit who just decommitted yesterday. Uh, he had seventeen points and eleven rebounds in their uh, first game. Not sure who they played. Uh, I should have looked that up, but think it should be a good game. Uh, Carmel has Sam Orm, who. Is He's the man now. He has to be the guy for Carmel. Uh, They have the young guards that I expect uh, Lawrence Central to take advantage of, honestly. Uh, Craig and Jones are just too talented to uh, not take advantage of it. But with that being said, on Lawrence Central's side, I really don't know who they have to guard, Sam Orm or Jared Bonds. Uh, Jerry Bonds is a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six forward, senior forward that has some NAIA Division II interest. And he's just a big-bodied athletic forward that can really do it all. And then they have Spencer White, that's a 6'5", guard that originally had an offer from Coastal Carolina. I'm not sure if that still stands or not. But he's he's finally a guy that should be... Probably the second-best player on this team, and he will, he will be able to show it. Always been a talented guy. On Saturday, we have a loaded schedule at Brownsburg for the All-State Steakers for Santa, uh, hosted by uh, my good friend Ryan Owens. Uh, he's the uh, 17U coach for the Indy Heat EYBL team. At ten o'clock Eastern time, it is the north central of Indianapolis uh, Panthers versus uh the Bloomfield Cardinals in all my years of watching high school basketball and looking at schedules, I'm not sure if I found a more random matchup uh but it should be a fun one, you know uh Joey Brown is finally healthy uh, they have uh Mason Lewis for North Central, Mason Lewis is uh, gonna be a star. And then they have Poppy Rivera, uh, the brother of Mateo Rivera and Devante Smith Rivera uh, that were stars at North Central. Uh, he's a sophomore, he should get a longer leash and be able to get a lot of run. At 1130, uh, it is the defending 3A state champion, Beach Grove versus Northwood. Uh, with the departure of Anthony Ball to Beach Grove. They still have a talented backcourt in Jeremiah Tate and Jeremiah Alexander, but I just don't know if it's enough to hold off Northwood, who has Cade Brenner, who's a 6'3 guard who uh, committed to Huntington. And then they have uh, the Rash brothers. Tyler Tyler Rash is a... I believe he's a six six sophomore, six eight sophomore. And then Ian Rash is uh another big kid that just committed to Grace last week, I believe. It's in it's in last week's episode. At 115 is where the 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 heavyweight matchups start. It's uh Zionsville with Logan Imes and Nick Rehart. Uh, versus Gary 21st, and I expect this to be a matchup of different styles. Uh, Zionsville, even though they will push the pace with Imes, who's a Penn State commit, I I expect them to want to slow it down more uh, and not play into the hands of what Gary 21st wants to do, which is run and gun and pressure full court. Uh, their first game, they – they beat Indianapolis Tindley, 99 to 97. So that's the type of game they wanna play. At three o'clock we have Heritage Christian featuring Mr. Basketball candidate, Miles Colvin, who's committed to Purdue versus the Linton Stockton Miners. This is an interesting matchup uh, because I'm not sure who Linton will put on Miles Colvin. But I'm not sure if Heritage Christian has anybody uh, that can guard the second and third best players for Linton, like Braden Walters and Logan Webb. Uh, Braden Walters is a 6'5 junior, and he's basically the point guard. Uh, he's not a guy that will go out and score, even though Coach Joey Hart wants him to. Uh, he would much rather just set the table for the other guys. And then you have Logan Webb, who's a 6'3 guard that does most of his damage out of the post. Uh, he's a guy that uh, they'll run numerous sets to where he ends up on the block with a mismatch with his man, and he scores. He's a strong physical player uh, that he's, he's just really talented. At 445, there is the host team, uh, Brownsburg, who has Cannon Catchings. He's a junior committed to Purdue uh, versus Herdy Chills, uh, which is school that's around my area, featuring a four-star 2025 uh, Trent Sisley. This will be a good matchup uh, as far as those two because I believe they'll guard each other. But I'm not sure how well Herdy Chills matches up with them because they are young and they're not the most athletic group, they're not real quick, and Brownsburg has the most talented junior class in the state, in my opinion. They have Cam Reich, and they just, they have six other juniors that will contribute, which bodes well for their future. They also have El Haj Diallo, who's gonna be a major spark plug for them. At 6.30, we have Battle of the Big Men, in Ben Davis uh, versus Kokomo. This is an interesting matchup with how how Flory Badunga will will be with the physicality of Zane Dowdy, who's a senior at Ben Davis, committed to Valparaiso. Uh, I expect the guard matchups to to go Ben Davis's way. Uh just too much talent and uh, they will they will pressure Kokomo's guards from one end to the other uh, as far as kokomo i I'm not sure if they can handle that pressure, but if they do, they have the ultimate equalizer in Florida Badanga because he's just a special special talent, and the nightcap at eight fifteen is the Indianapolis Cathedral Irish versus the Centerville Elk out of Ohio Cathedral. Obviously, they are the defending 4A state champions. They bring back three starters. And we got the news that uh, Portage transfer Kamari, Kamari Slaughter is eligible. So he's an instant instant impact guy that replaces – uh the graduation of Tayshawn comer. Uh they have a tough matchup though. Centerville is one of the top ten uh public school teams in the country. They feature uh Gabe Cups who's a top 100 player committed to IU. Uh that's a that's a nice get for the Hoosiers. And they also uh feature six 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 forward maybe uh, I think his name's uh, – it's either Jonathan Powell or uh, Donovan Powell. Should have done a little bit more research on that, but he just received a Michigan State offer. Uh, I'm not sure if Centerville has a matchup for Xavier Booker, uh, the 6'11", Michigan State commit, five-star. But if they do, it that should be the best game of the day, I believe, Uh Cathedral has blown out the first two opponents and probably looking to make that three in a row on Friday night against Indianapolis Burbuff. But anything can happen. Hopefully, hopefully Centerville has a matchup for them and they can just, it, that game can come down to the wire. But that is what is happening this week for me, and that concludes this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you like my work, you can find me on Twitter at L Greenwell Hoops. You can send an invite to the L Greenwell Hoops Facebook page. You can read all my articles on my website at greenwellhoopsblog.wordpress.com. And something something new that I've been doing with all my uh, game recaps I have been, uh, I have been putting highlight tapes together during the games and posting them to YouTube. So follow my YouTube page at Greenwell or at L Greenwell Hoops on YouTube. Uh, thank you again for listening and stay hooping.